all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase. And no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. New on CuriosityStream. How do you connect a 16th century potato to limitless energy production? Could Napoleon's toothpick have a direct link to a machine that predicts the future? And how can a 1700s conch shell chart a course to humans connecting their brains to the Internet? James Burke's visionary series Connections returns for a new generation. Experience all new Connections with monthly annual and bundled plans. Find the one that works for you at CuriosityStream.com. What's going on, everybody? Eric Lindquist at Stochastic here on the Stochastic YouTube channel, coming to you with your PGA DFS first look. Hit that like button, subscribe button, notification bell. goes a long way for me on this video. goes a long way for you. That way you become a prize whenever great content is going live here at our little neck of the YouTube woods. Yes, it is the AT&T Byron Nelson Classic. Going to be great stuff here. I actually am weirdly excited for this golf tournament, and I feel like I was able to put in more prep this week. Uh, NBA starting to dwindle down. MLB just kind of in a rhythm with it at this point in time. So uh, feel really good about some of the research coming in. I feel really good about our tools here at Stochastic. Check out some of that great stuff. But while you're at it, check out DraftKings, Rainmakers, my friends. Yes, there is a free pack that you can sign up for in the video description box below. If you haven't checked out PGA Tour Rainmakers yet, this is what you want to do. You want to get that free pack. And then there are eight cards you're going to be getting in it. You can go to the lobby here. Go to UFC or PGA Tour. I play a lot of the UFC stuff too, which by the way, little humble brag there. Felt good. Nice little W there. Won some tickets, won some cash. It was great stuff. So uh, really, really fun stuff over in the UFC streets, but enough bragging there. We're going to go to the PGA Tour section here. We have Rainmakers PGA Tour. You can play with your starter only. So you're getting your NFTs in that pack and I could play with all starters. And this is actually a pretty good starter pack that I have. Uh, utilization of Tom Kim, Brandon Wu, Benny On, Aaron Rye, Garrett Kigo. Talk about a lot of these guys. We're going to talk about this guy a lot too, but it's going to be a lot of fun to be able to play just with those players. Guaranteed cash there and 4,000 core packs. So if you're trying to build that bankroll, if you're trying to get more cards to be able to play some of these majors with, because PJ Championship next week, just saying, uh, you have a pretty great opportunity there with 4,000 core packs. Yes, there are going to be a lot of people who enter into that contest, but give yourself a chance. Get that starter pack now. And then in the event that you have to, uh, in, in the event that you don't have enough players to fill out a lineup for this week, go to the craft and burn section. I do this a lot for the UFC, but they have these players that you're able to trade in and you could get a tri-merit, which isn't the best thing in the entire world, but I love getting some Will Gordon in my life. I'll zoom in on this picture. There we are. That's nice of him. And then Davis Riley, somebody who's been a little disappointing, but this might be a bounce back spot. Uh, Texas guy, buddies with Jordan Spieth. And now he's going to have to play in Jordan Spieth's honor there. So check out everything that is going on over at DraftKings Rainmakers, the sponsor here of the PGA DFS first look. All righty, y'all. Let's talk a little DFS here on DraftKings. We are playing at TPC Craig Ranch. We're heading to uh, just outside of, uh, what is it? Just outside of Dallas there. It's going to be really nice. It's going to be beautiful stuff. But uh, as I said before, there is 
No doubt about it. This field is a lot weaker than what you might expect. AT&T Byron Nelson does not have a very strong field, but just like we had for the Mexico Open, as we head to the top golfers tool, which uh, hasn't been updated for optimal percentage yet. So you're going to have to wait out on that a little bit, but we're going to talk a little leverage based on some ownership, based on some other stuff here. It's going to be a lot of fun because Scotty Scheffler, holy mother of God, with Jordan Spieth out of there, it is really thin at the top here. Now, Scotty Scheffler, Tyrrell Hatton, pretty wild to be looking at the top tier for these two and seeing 1,800 salary difference between the two. Now, the win percentage is through the roof, 13.9%. The top 6%, he's finishing in the top 6% of this field almost half the time, which is unheard of, unheard of kind of stuff. If you decided, just like we talked about with Rom, that you wanted a lock button, him, go right ahead. I'm going to still be going more towards the um, looking at being around the field kind of situation, mainly because I do think that there's enough top-tier players here this week that weren't necessarily there at the Mexico Open. I know Wyndham Clark, I mean, he just destroyed me last week. Betting, DFS, all the things in all the land. I primarily played cash last week, which is a weird conversation to have. We'll have that one maybe another day, not today. I know we're focused on tournaments, and I'm focused on tournaments this week as well, coming off of a week last week that I just didn't have a great feel for, if I'm just being honest. And, you know, I went from hitting a lot of outrights in a row and, you know, four of six weeks uh, in betting circles. And then DFS-wise, had okay weeks. Uh, last week was a stone-cold disaster. And Wyndham Clark winning when you have 0% of him is not ideal. He was very, very popular. And, of course, he just nukes it. He's playing so good. So I don't deny people who want to play 100% Scotty Scheffler. I think it's just going to come down to where this ownership lies. Currently at 30.1%. I wouldn't be surprised if that got up a little bit higher. As you move up in stakes and single entry, I could see 40, 45% just playing the best player in the field and trying to get different elsewhere. Maybe even more than that. I don't know. Shout out, Jesse. Hello. I know you're watching. You always watch. Always watching. Look at the baby. Look at the baby. 2,222. Yeah, you're going to be jumping in that thing and... He could be 65% in that. But for all intents and purposes, my day, my week, everything is going to revolve around Tyrrell Hatton here. The man is playing some absolutely insane golf here at the moment. He's got what? Insane amounts of top fives over the course of this season. And uh, sorry, it literally scoped out on my other sheet, if you couldn't tell. You always try to like self-produce these and then you expect, hey, this is going to be the one where there's no mishaps. Here you go. Sixth in strokes gained ball striking. Eighth strokes gained off the tee. Fifteenth with the approach. And Iron plays what we think of him as. And putting the lights out of it. I get San Anton. He did not show up. Did not play well. Missed the cut at the Flero with that wrist thingy going on. Finished 34th at the Masters. But since then, looks good to me. 19th at the RBC Heritage despite... The best part of his golf game is iron play. He lost 2.1 strokes gained with it. If he had just been flat with that, he could have been up near the top of it. That would have been a lot of fun. Uh, and then third, Wells Fargo, really good spot uh, last week. 11.4 strokes gained T to green. He is back to doing the insane stuff he did at the players. Second with that insane final round. Fourth at the Arnold Palmer. Sixth at the waste management. Everything for me is going to come down to how he plays this week because I'm happy to be eating some of the negative leverage with him for 18 less, 1,800 less than Scheffler, mainly because of the players it's going to afford me to build around. And we'll talk about that when we get to the single entry portion. I always like to build out what I'm planning to do with my single entry. Always up for debate for whether or not that ends up 
uh, being useful for you because, again, I want to give you guys the best information. But we do have tee times, and I'm going to show you a little sneak peek of the PGA weather splits. Yes, we have weather splits where Alex Baker, Sean's on all the great guys that we have behind the scenes who just smash PGA DFS, smash DFS in general, are putting together a weather edge for you every single week. I uh, want to be highlighting more of those tools. We're also going to do PGA lineup generator. going to be fun, fun little addition here at the end. No uh, fantasy cruncher here this week. Sad face. Even though I think I've taught you a lot of the tricks of the trade in that regard, how to go about building. If you want any refreshers on anything, if there's something you want me to cover in depth, I've showed you how to build groups. That's a big part of what I do when I'm building out for my 20 max, 150 max type stuff. Uh, happy to be talking through even a cash process, which has been something that's uh, it's pretty wild when you start building out lineups on Fantasy Cruncher with no randomness. We'll do that another time too. But hit me up at Eric Lindquist if there's anything you want me to cover or the comment section below. I'm always looking. Uh, I'm happy to, happy to help you out with whatever you might think you need improvement on when it comes to lineup optimization with Fantasy Cruncher. But Top golfer tools are going to be where we hang out here. I want to talk about just the most popular places we're waiting for optimal uh, percentage to be showing up here uh, into tomorrow. Obviously, if you have uh, Stochastic Plus, which, again, I think the May offer is still live until Wednesday morning. So try to jump in with that three three day, uh, yeah, three days for $5. Great stuff. That's May Bundle is the promo code for that. But Jason Day, my God, what are we even doing here? What are we doing here? I'm not going to be playing 9,400, 39% on Jason Day. This can't be right, right? This can't be right. Coming off of last week? Did we, did we watch last week? Last week was not good. Let's go to the old box score, shall we? Let's type in Jason Day. What are we even doing here? I get it. Stronger field. Look at him. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. But either way, feel like there's another Aussie that I'm going to be more invested in, that's for sure. But Jason Day, coming off of a miscut last week, he had vertigo at the Masters. He didn't feel well after that. He was playing awesome. I've talked about him multiple times. I was happy. Oh, we're at the weather edge already. Hold on. Um, We were talking about him multiple times throughout the course of this show, and I think that Jason Day is still primed to have a decent season as things go along. But here, 9,400, coming off the miscut, coming off of not being healthy, played terrible over the course of that weekend at Augusta National. Give me less than that all day. I will spread my exposure to guys like Hideki Matsuyama, Tom Kim for a little bit more. And if you're not playing Scotty Scheffler in those lineups, which, <laughs> again, very uncomfortable fade. Uh, you will not. It's kind of just been something. I've been fading these top guys in single entry, even though you needed to have the Rom Finau combination, uh, which was wild how you were jamming some of that in. And Cameron Champ just every time in Mexico. Got to put a sticker. Got to put a reminder there. 3M Championship, freaking Mexico Open, Cameron Champ. Things that'll happen. But anyway, we can we continue on. Uh, I really like Hideki Matsuyama. He got some treatment on his neck. I think he's doing better in that regard. We saw him hitting balls on Instagram. Is that good? I don't know. I just know that Hideki has win equity every time that he tees it up, sitting right around Tyrrell Hatton's win equity. And it's kind of surprising to me to see them pulling the same amount of ownership. Something tells me come tomorrow, Hatton's going to be pulling more than Hideki. Like it just has to work out that way. Unless people just are truly throwing all caution to the wind. It has to be working out that way. He's had a much better spring, early summer, 
everything than Hideki has had this year. So there you go. And Tom Kim is kind of a fascinating guy for this week. I don't really know what I want to do with him here. I think it's going to come down to ownership. If it were to maintain here at 20.7%, I'm happy to skip out and go to KH Lee, who I haven't been betting. I'm not going to be betting him. But the man has won this golf tournament back-to-back times, has some decent, decent, uh, if you pull up the box score, I believe he finished eighth last week. And we're just going to do this. Wells Fargo Championship. Played really nice golf. Nice to see uh, four straight made cuts going into a golf tournament that he shot 25 and 26 under on and won back-to-back times. Now, I expect this number to be around 23 under, considering they turned an easy par five into a par four, but that doesn't matter. It's the same golf course, and he is playing very good on it relative to everybody else. So how you don't like KH Lee coming into this week, if he's going to have positive leverage, is beyond me. I think I'll just embrace it and say thank you to everybody for playing Tom Kim and Jason Day. But again, something tells me this is going to be coming up. But I think my favorite play in the entire 9K range not even remotely close, is Adam Scott at current ownership. Boy, oh boy. This might feel a little bit chasey too to some people there, but the way I look at it is Adam Scott has played really, really well in some stronger fields in Wells Fargo, RBC Heritage, Masters. I mean, he generally plays well at the Masters. He has a green jacket. That'll do it for you. Australian Open, going back to that. Who cares? Um, Just throwing it out there. Adam Scott, Ball striking, that's constantly what you're kind of uh, paying attention to when it comes to his profile coming into any week. But the putter, my God. Nice to see him gain a bazillion strokes with the putter last week uh, and having the ball striking just back to where it needs to be. Gaining 11.5 in that department, uh, 6.2 T to green exactly, two at the RBC Heritage. Coming off of miss, uh, losing 5.9 at the players where there's a lot of water. There's not a lot of water here. I know I hit it in the water. It's family guy. It's great stuff. But 5.3 strokes game with the putter, 1.7 at the RBC Heritage there. And then, yeah, 5.3 at the Wells Fargo. Just ridiculous stuff with that flat stick. Don't let that one little yip, 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 yip that he had uh, fool you. He's playing some really, really good golf. Uh, I got to keep this zoomed in. It's kind of annoying when it goes to this landscape view. You don't have anything to look at. But as we make our merry way down here, hum da dum da dum da dum Benny on talked about him a little bit earlier. I have some cards for him in the Rainmaker streets. Kind of makes sense as a week to maybe have a little bit of Benny on considering everybody in this range every single week is like unowned. Seems like this 84 to 9K. And that speaks to how good Scotty Scheffler and some of the best players in the world are. You know, the Xander Shoffleys and put them with Wyndham Clark and win all the money last week. I had 0% of either of them. Good show. Good, good showing, Eric. Great job. Good effort. Absolute dunce cap stuff. But I like getting to a little Benny on here specifically. And Minwood Lee, I'm going to be over probably forever. I have no idea what to do with it. But Aaron Wise is somebody that I bet to miss the cut already at 8,300. Look, I'm cheering for the guy. Anybody who says no to the Masters in order to take care of their mental health, realize that he was either in a rut in his life or in the golf game, whatever it was, it was not showing up on the golf course. Lots of missed cuts here of late. And again, I, I feel like I'm just going box score to just show you what I'm talking about. But this will be his first tournament that he has played in exactly a month. Or, sorry, exactly two months. It is May 9th as of recording this. That, that That's two months. And look at this. 
I don't know what to make of this. This is four missed cuts. He's got such a great ball striking pedigree and had started to figure some stuff out with this broom putter. I just don't know what to do with him because if he's going to be 7.2%, I feel like my tournament brain just has to be firing some of them there, but it's somebody that I already am kind of invested in not playing well and not for a crazy substantial amount of money, but enough where it's like, do I want to be playing a ton of him here in TFS and everybody? This is, this is just the textbook example of somebody that if you told me he finished top 10, I would not be shocked at all. Aaron Wise is a phenomenal ball striker. He is somebody that has repeatedly beat up on weaker fields, uh, just found ways to be competitive. The Honda Classic, something that I think about constantly, where he goes to Florida. It seems like he's had a couple of those. Last year, went on an absolute run during the FedEx Cup playoffs. Found himself like a 13th right before it at the Wyndham. Then 31st, 15th, 13th at the FedEx BMW and Tour Championship. Uh, just to kind of have a really nice finish. Again, you get 13th at the Tour Championship. There's going to be some money in your pocket, but he's definitely ran into hard times with the irons and the driver and the ball striking and everything. That's what makes him a super, like that's his superpower when it comes to playing golf and playing golf at the PGA tour level. So it's hard for me to just say, Hey, I'm comfortable backing him here in this spot. Cause I'm, I'm not, but I think at this ownership, it at least has to be talked about 7.6% is really low. Hard to find anybody in this range that's going to be in that range. 7.2%. Sorry, I was a Tom Hoagie. I don't think I want to play Tom Hoagie this week. I wish he, you know, Tom Hoagie. He always plays well when I don't play him, so you should probably jam him. Steven Yeager, this guy is going to end up popular. So I don't know what to make of 13.5%, but I keep hearing rumblings. Uh, it seems like he gets... So there's a write-up on the PGA Tour website every single week. I don't know who does that. Probably somebody in our industry. Probably a pretty good gig. But Steven Yeager, I always go to the highlighted players to see, oh, God, who are the casuals going to end up jamming. And Steven Yeager was highlighted along with KH Lee. Now, KH Lee is not popular, so and I, I think there's a chance that he still might not end up popular, which is weird to me because Jason Day is super popular. But Steven Yeager, put your hands up in the Yeager, Yeager, 8,200 for him. I'd be happy to invest in that at 13.5%, but something tells me it's going to go up. Uh, because Ben Roz is my friend, I'll probably have some BZ in my life. It could be a putting contest. And if it's a putting contest, BZ seems like somebody to be invested in. But this is where all the ownership starts to show up. If you have 7,600 to 8,300, I think it makes sense because you go to the old single entry build, put Scotty Scheffler in, 7,620 remaining. That's going to mean you have to play a lot of guys in that upper sevens unless you want to get into the 6K range, which is... <clears throat> This week, especially, just something special. Some kind of wonderful, that's for sure. But Joseph Bramlett, Will Gordon. I love Will Gordon currently. I know there's a little bit of negative leverage in there, but yeah, I highlight him every week. Brandon Wu, 7,800. But my favorite in this entire range is we're making our way downtown, walking fast faces past, and I'm homebound, is Scott Stallings. Eric, what are you talking about? Why do you like Scott Stallings so much this week? Well, friends... Let me just tell you a little story about Scott Stallings because he has been terrible with the putter this entire year, like atrociously bad with the putter this entire year. Let me count the ways that he's been atrocious with the putter. I'm pulling up the box score here as I'm stalling for time. Computer's just slower today. Since the Farmers, yes, we're going to Torrey Pines. Since the Farmers lost one, two, three, four, five, gained at the players six, and then we don't have the master stuff. So, Six of his last seven tournaments, he has been negative with the putter. 
that seems to be a hole in the old game, wouldn't you say? Well, my friends, what if I told you that Scott Stallings at the AT&T, Byron Nelson, in 2022 and 2023, no, sorry, in 2022 and 2021, he gained 2.5 strokes game with the putter in 2022, finished 25th. In 2021 at Craig Ranch, he gained 8.1 with the putter. What in the F? What in the actual F? We're talking about a bad putter who over the course of the last two times at this golf tournament has gained an insane amount for anybody, let alone for him with a hole in a leak in the game. Now, there's something to be said about that, and it's still only a two-tournament sample size, which is why it gets a little bit wonky when people start talking about course history like KH Lee. He's won this golf tournament back-to-back years. No shit, he has good course history. Congratulations, Captain Obvious. You know, it is what it is. But you still need the current form, which occasionally actually just coming off of a top 10 has that. But legitimately, there's something to be said about finding things like this in your research that just jump off the page to you. I'm willing to invest over the field in Scott Stallings, considering 13.2%. He's getting less than Brandon Wu who I still really like there, getting less than S.H. Uh, Kim, getting less than Sam Stevens. Riddle me that one, Penguin. I don't get it, but whatever. I'll just play my guy Aaron Rye and live with my life. Probably lose money. That'll be cool. But Scott Stalling, 7,700. Boy, do I love him. And then Brandon, woo, 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 coming off a third at the Mexico uh, Open. Kind of told you to play him. He was in my cash lineup. I still lost cash there, didn't I? Yeah, I did. But I had a good week. That was good. It was a fantastic betting week. But Brandon Wu, 7,800. Going to be a huge part of my portfolio, even at chalk. Don't really care because there's enough guys to be getting different with. Let's go to the most negatively leveraged plays. We talked about Day. Wu, I'm going to still be building him in. Adam Shank, I will not be building in. Hideki, TBD, Tyrrell Hatton, definitely in. So there's enough pieces of chalk that I'm going to be there with. Scott Stallings, wild to see that. Somehow, some way, that's popping. But again, decent course history. Uh, third and 25th. That's pretty good stuff. Weaker field. I'm happy to invest there. Never on Kucher. I'm just a never Kucher guy. That's what it is. But let's go to the most positively leveraged plays because this is where it gets very fascinating. Maverick McNeely makes sense. 8,800. Haven't seen enough of him lately. Uh, does have really good top six percentage amongst other players here. I like highlighting him. But then Seamus Power talked about the upper eights. I think I'm going to be prioritizing him over my guy, McNeely, a little bit this week. I like the all-around game. We've seen him beat up on some uh, weak fields in the past, not just in some wins, but has had some really good showings. Uh, was in the mix at the AT&T Pebble Beach two years ago. Lots of good stuff that we're uh, seeing from Seamus Power in some of these weaker field events. And yeah, while there is the star quality of like, I don't know, the best player in the word, world, uh, him and Scotty Scheffler and John Rahm won two in whatever capacity you want there, uh, feel pretty confident. Pretty confident this is a weaker field than you're typically finding on the PGA Tour. So uh, happy to be invested in that regard. Trey Mullinex, this thing turns into a shootout. I don't completely hate getting some shares of him. Charlie Hoffman used to be a Texas staple. He's 100 years old. Do we want to do that? can't believe he's not at live, if we're being dead honest. Feels like he would have been gone to live by now. Uh, Kyle Westmoreland, somebody that, uh, not in my portfolio, but Tyler Duncan, Probably get to a little bit of that. And Austin Eckrode, I am a sick person. I can't quit you. Austin Eckrode, going to have some shares of that. But KH Lee as well, 8.5%. Go 
God, I'm going to have a lot of cage Lee if this is going to end up being true. Make it a three-peat then. I will cheer against my uh, to miss or not to miss. I just don't have him on the betting card. That's what it is. All righty, y'all. That does it here. That was a long breakdown for, I don't know, the Byron Nelson here. Check out the weather splits page here. This is the other thing I wanted to highlight. We do have the round one tee times. You can group it by who's teeing off when. See how the time does it, like 8.30, I think is how it is. And it's like 8.15, 8.20. Yeah, so it's it's done a little bit differently in that regard. But you find these pockets of players. Will Gordon, Steven Yeager, Eric Van Royen. Oh, poor, poor Ben Raza. He's going to probably play him again this week. Poor bastard. But either way, find yourself some weather edges. Look for green. Don't look for yellow or red. Those are bad things. But great opportunity to be able to group. Uh, you can see what the uh, round one averages. Yeah, as far as what the wind's going to be, it looks like it's going to be pretty benign here at the moment. But they'll be updating that one constantly here. That's great stuff. And then PGA as we get ourselves uh, winded down here. The PGA lineup generator on the main page here at Stochastic. Wanted to be talking ourselves through this one. Super easy. If you don't have time to be building this week, if you know, you're like me where you're making 48 videos a day and it's like, well, I just want to, get some action in on this, which is totally fair. Go to some balanced lineups. Find some guys that you like. Sort by top six percentage. You could click on some Scotty Scheffler and get all the Scotty Scheffler lineups that you wanted. We could also do it. Let's just save a couple of those. We'll save a couple of those Scotty Scheffler lineups. A lot of Jason Day lineups showing up there. I want my Tyrrell Hatton lineups. And a lot of these are not going to have Scotty Scheffler, which I'm a big fan of. Well, no, I'm not a big fan of that. That's a terrible thing to say. It's just going to look a lot different, that's for sure. So you can do that. You could discard that lineup. You could discard a bunch of these. Take a look at what you got going here. You can save up to 20 of these puppies. And then at the very end, once we save 20 of these, you're going to get your breakdown. 85% again. I clicked on Tyrrell Haddon there for all of those. Did end up with, uh, yeah, Scotty Scheffler. He was basically, (laughs) these two are going to be hard to play together. That's for darn sure. But you can export that to a CSV. Pops up right here. Beautiful stuff. I don't think you're going to be able to see the CSV. Yeah, you're not. But either way, it exports super easy, super efficient. Sign up for that in the video description box below. Check it out here at Stochastic. Awesome, awesome stuff by our team, putting that together and getting some exposure to guys. Oh, I didn't highlight Eric Cole. That wasn't nice of me. Let's do that now. All right. Single entry time, my friends. I'll make this bigger for you. Uh Uh-huh. uh, Tyrrell Hatton going to be starting my single entry team, his direction. I have not decided if I want to get that chalky. I'm not going to get that chalky. I'm going to be playing Tyrrell Hatton. I'm going to be holding my breath that Scotty Scheffler doesn't beat everybody by 10, which is totally in the range of outcomes. I mean, it'd be a lot by 10, but by five, six, that would suck. KH Lee talked about him a lot throughout this entire program at his current ownership, which I expect to be higher, but Hey, I've been surprised a lot this year. That's for sure. Wyndham Clark, way more owned than, uh, I mean, he was projected to be owned and then he was even like more owned. Uh, but talked about Jaeger. Think that these are all great targets in there. Minwoo Lee, somebody who's always a part of my portfolio. But I do like getting to this upper 7K range and then having Hatton and no Scheffler, I think is going to have you avoid a lot of those super chalky type builds. The combination of the players and especially in a single entry where Scotty could end up pushing 45, 50% ownership in, you know, anything $20 and more. I like getting to my guy, Brandon Wu and Scott Stallings highlighted them multiple times here. And Eric Cole wanted to talk about him because the short game prowess is really, really there. 
I think the Mexico Open, a little bit more like this than you might think, uh, just a weak field event. Uh, we saw him play really well there. And is 71-72 at the Wells Fargo really that big of a deal when it's that like that kind of a field? Sure, he didn't play great, but there wasn't anything glaring. Five birdies, four bogeys, and a double. Sometimes not all missed cuts are made equal when you start breaking it down. And Eric Cole, one of those guys that I think is going to have these spiked weeks, like the Honda Classic, things of that nature. When you start talking about really low ownership coming in on guys or positive leverage in a, in a range where a lot of other players might be owned, I love that kind of a process in terms of game theory. I also don't mind getting to my dude Higo here because, again, I'm a sick person and need help. He's so good with the driver. He is so bad with the irons, and it is wild to me. Uh, I do think some of the short game, or some of the iron plays specifically, not going to be highlighted as much as it normally is in my model, mainly because I think there's going to just be good putters. I mean, Tyrrell Haddon's good at everything here, and the irons have kind of been the spotty thing for him here recently. Scott Stallings, I kind of need everything across the board. Specifically, I need the putter to be spiking, uh, just like I kind of need it from everybody here at an easier event. But Will Gordon might be the guy that I round out that kind of a lineup with because Higo is going to be so different. If I go to Eric Cole, uh, Eric Cole, I can't obviously get to that. I'm not playing the Chalky Stevens. I'm not playing the Chalky SH Kim. But there's my guy, Aaron Rye. I think this is a really good single entry lineup. I think this gives you an opportunity to be different without being crazy. I think Scotty Scheffler is going to be the worst fade in the entire. It's going to suck to not have Scotty Scheffler in some of these lineups. But this removal i mean this just adds so much chalk into your life that's why you're seeing some of these players just jammed to the moon and again 7k left if you decide to go the old scheffler hatton route that's going to be tough but you're going to see this click a lot this is what i want to be avoiding i think in single entry as it stands right now things are subject to change no doubt about it so be paying attention to it but friends that does it for me. Check out the top golfers tool here. Uh, optimize Alex Baker, just an absolute stud. You know him as awesome. Oh, awesome dude. Who's just smashing UFC Rainmaker, D, uh, PGA Tour Rainmaker. So check out all of those great offerings in that video description box below and hit that like button, subscribe button, notification bell. Holy crap. We just did 30 minutes nonstop talking about the Byron Nelson. Amazing stuff. Didn't see that one coming. I said, I looked at this one a little bit more than most uh, coming into the, the tournament, did a little bit more research on it. Lots of things that are still subject to change, ownership that could change. So be sure to watch Live Before Lock with Ben Raza, Jeff Ulrich on Wednesday night. All righty, y'all. I'll be back next week for major championship season, the PGA Championship. Until then, I'm Eric Lindquist. Best of luck in the PGA Tour streets, PGA DFS streets this weekend in Dallas. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday new on curiosity stream i'm james burke i'm going to take you on a journey through time james burke's visionary series returns reimagined for our time now this is all uncharted territory 
The Washington Post hails Burke as one of the most intriguing minds in the Western world. The New York Times raves he careens from one great moment in history to another. Where do we want to go from here? Experience all new connections. So what's the next connection? With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com.